five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're talking about testing and attribution today. But first, oh, this is a big surprise. I, I can't even believe it. I'm still, I'm still stunned. And here we go. Let's see. Buddy the Elf is back. Sorry. Sorry. You better watch out. Excuse me. Hi, can I help you? I'm Buddy the Elf. You must be here about the job. Nice um, costume. Oh, it's not a costume. I'm an elf. Okay, well, sit around here. We'll show you your own. What's this? Beautiful. What do you want for Christmas? I'll put in a good word with the big man. How have I lost a giant elf? First we'll make snow angels for two hours, and then we'll go ice skating, and then... Back to the shop floor. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good. Oh, actually, you're not supposed to eat those. Okay. I'm singing! I'm in the store, and I'm Let's get you on the checkouts. Was that you singing just then? Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. I like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Oh, you better watch out. Better not cry. You did this. You've got the job. You mean I can stay? Sure. Great job, everybody. Son of a nutcracker. Okay, so Elf is back for Asda. I don't even know. It's a grocery store chain, I guess, in the UK. I'm, you know, I'm not that familiar with grocery stores in the UK or department stores or whatever. But man, oh man, who would have thought? And so the story is. Let's get back to the story. We get, we got to switch gears here. Uh, yeah, that's how you switch gears. We didn't think Will would do it. How Asda pulled off Buddy the Elf Christmas ad from Amy Houston, my friend Amy, who always gets me interesting stuff. Um, we the 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 brief. This is great too. The brief was we want to bring Christmas cheer this year. That's your brief, <laughs> says Vicky McGuire, Chief Creative Officer at Havis London. And self-confessed Alf fanatic, yeah, and that was a that played a big part. If Asda at Christmas was a person, who would that be? And I remember playing games like this when I was at the ad agency. And they said they would have to be optimistic, love Christmas, be funny, cheeky, and ultimately green. I don't know if you noticed that, but Asda's colors are green. And so, Buddy the Alf, we're like, yeah, Will won't do it. And but they really, really, you know, it was a great fit. And apparently he frequently turns down a sequel to the hit movie. Um, and uh, Farrell wanted to make sure the footage was in safe hands. We were almost kind of tested on our love for it. I mean, it's my favorite film ever. So they asked him trivia questions about the movie. Yeah, Mr. Narwhal and all that stuff. All these <laughs> And the raccoon, that's, that's wild. We needed somebody, I've watched it probably dozens of times. We needed somebody who was going to geek out on taking the footage and remastering it and dropping it into the, orig, 
in dropping the original into an Asda store. So they had to digitize the store and then they had to digitize the movie and put the two of them together. This is amazing. I think it's amazing. And so they, um, Buddy himself was snipped from the original film background while an onset double was used for eyeline reference to and provide shadows and natural interactions. Everything you see in the film is original dialogue and action. See, I didn't get that the first time I watched the commercial. Okay. Um, but they even checked out what cameras and film was used to shoot the 2003 movie. Uh, the film stopped. That was the, you know, the light settings, whether it was inside or outside. Every script iteration, every scene, and even Buddy, even but what Buddy could eat. Uh, you know, he had to eat something with maple syrup on it. And so the maple syrup covered pigs in the blanket were chosen. Okay. Uh, I've watched that film more than 100 times since May. I could still watch it. I'm not sick of it yet. That's what, that's what, um, what the producer said. So anyway, that was a lot of fun. I really, it, that's really impressive. Anyway, now here's another impressive story. Um, do quotation marks add power? And what I want you to see is the power of incidentals and little touches, okay? And maybe that's what makes that commercial powerful. Okay, this is from Craig Huey. I always would like to know the medium, you know, um, because he says that it dramatically raised response. But anyway, um, I'm an ardent advocate for setting quotation marks around your headline. I've never even heard this tip in all my 40 years in direct marketing. <laughs> so thanks, Craig. Why? They grab attention. They add credibility and a newsy feel. They make you wonder who's saying this and why. And best of all, they increase response, evidenced by years of testing. Okay, now here's the test, and you think this is so so similar. What could it even matter? But wait till you see the results. So headline A, no quotation marks. What everyone needs to know about their brain's untapped potential. And then the subhead research shows that the that brainwave control can bring out amazing memory in ordinary subjects. Interesting. Okay, the next one has the headline in quotes and the subhead just the same. Exactly the same. This is an important principle in testing, that you got to keep things the same. And the same, it depends on what you're testing. So far, the words are the same, and presumably the artwork and the offer are the same, okay? And also, presumably, they've probably been testing for a number of years, and they finally got around to this one. Um, maybe they should have tried it sooner. Maybe they did try it sooner. You know, a, a good test depends on what you've already tested. So anyway, headline C, what everyone needs to know about their brain's untapped potential, no quotes, and then, quotes, research shows the brain wave, that brainwave control can bring out amazing memory in ordinary subjects. Here, it's stunning. Okay. The B headline with the quote, with the headline and quote, had almost 10% higher response than A. But headline C res, res, boosted response by 26%. Anytime I get over 20% impact, I go, whoa, that's a pretty good test. And so the question is, why? Why do you think 
headline C, that response was dramatically higher just from those two little quotes. I'll give you my suspicion, is that rarely is the headline a quote. Usually the headline is a summary of the information, okay? And, but the subhead is a place where it may actually be something said by, you know, an interviewee or uh, a scientist or something like that. And so it makes you want to read down into the rest of the, the body copy. But it's just amazing. That's stunning, that little, that little tidbit there. Okay, I've been wanting to get to, to Dr. Augustine Fu, his stuff on how you can cheat attribution. But it's so good. Um, but, you know, I, I want to do it justice, and I found the Buddy the Elf, and it just took me away. So I apologize for that. We'll cue it up for Monday on the cheating, the attribution, and analytics reporting system that you're using right now. And uh, it's very, very, and if you, if you can't wait, go over to Dr. Augustine Fu and on LinkedIn, and he posted his latest article in Forbes, and it has a link to uh, his attribution article from earlier, which is maybe a little easier to understand and uh, at least as powerful. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about both of those articles on Monday. I hope you're with me. Have a great day. Hit the like, but then hit the share because <laughs> it's a lot more fun. And your friends will know you're smart. Have a great day. Bye-bye.